Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Magic Podcast. And I'm your host, Jillian White. Your white witch. Sort of. Kind of. (laughs) Throughout my 20 years of teaching in the spiritual world, I have noticed that people often move through life on autopilot, going through the motions with each day passing like the other, missing the gifts, existing and not living. For this podcast, my intention is to lead you to hear the whispers of your soul and trust some messages from the stars. It is a blessed time to savor your life to fall in love with life itself, and to embody magic with every step you take. Let's walk with intention of inviting magic into our lives to awaken that spark of our soul. Well, hello. I thought for today's podcast, we talk about the moon, because the moon is much more than a guiding light in the sky. She is filled with mystery, magic, and power, and her cycles affect us all. You only have to stand under her full moon light to feel her power. Now many people know her as Grandmother Moon, or Luna, or Queen of the Night, or there are many other names depending on where you are from and your beliefs and traditions. She's also known as having feminine energy, yin energy, so you'll hear me refer to her as she and her often. Being that the moon is the closest astral body to our Mother Earth, she has a profound effect on us all. She controls the tides, which of course she controls us, because we are mostly water. She represents the emotional, feminine, creative, and nurturing aspects of our lives. Connecting with the moon cycle and creating rituals around these potent times is a way to connect deeper with yourself and with the rhythms of nature. People have had a close relationship with this heavenly body, as we can see here in the sky for three weeks out of four. For thousands of years, people have used her light to guide them in the dark. When she was in her dark phase, the nights were ominous. Humans were vulnerable to dangerous creatures. And when she was in her glory as a full moon, herbs were harvested to maximize their potency. Every culture had a moon goddess to whom people prayed for bountiful crops and healthy children. Now, there are all kinds of fascinating legends and myths associated with the moon and her cycles. I'll share with you a few interesting things I've learned. The word lunatic comes from the Latin word luna, because it was believed that people were more likely to exhibit wild behavior during a full moon. Now, I'm sure we've all experienced it or witnessed it at least once in our lifetime. (laughs) Now, although studies have been done showing that emergency room visits and accidents are increased during the full moon period, there is yet to be conclusive evidence for causation. But to be honest, I'm not sure why they haven't figured it out. The moon controls the tides, the water on this planet. And what are we mostly made out of? Water. That's right. So the full moon amplifies energies, and that's including the energy within ourselves. We are more in our fields during the full moonlight. Now, the moon has the same effect on animals as well. So, for example, it's reported that hamsters spin their wheels far more aggressively during the moon's full phase. Deer and other herbivores in the wild tend to ovulate at the full moon. And then there's Australia's Great Barrier Reef. The full moon is mating time for coral. Also, different indigenous cultures gave the full moon names, such as June's Strawberry Moon, or September's Full Harvest Moon, or October's Hunter's Moon. 
to track the months and the seasons, and you'll find these names are still in use today. I'm sure you've heard of the expression, once in a blue moon. It's derived from the rarity of the event, as it is a second full moon in the calendar month, and it only occurs every two to three years. And it has nothing to do with the color, as the color can occur with any moon anytime. Now, the moon has been tied to fertility. Many believe the moon's influence over love and sex and reproduction is part of the rhythm seen in the natural world. And the average length of a woman's menstrual cycle matches the moon's 28 to 29.5 day waxing and waning cycles. Again, I find it all so fascinating. We are not separate from nature, you know. Now let's talk about the power of ritual. Creating rituals around the energy of the moon has been an ancient tradition across cultures for a millennia. All around the globe, all beings watch the same moon brighten our night sky and become slowly swallowed, only to be miraculously begin to grow again. Each phase of the moon describes a different energy or equality, either building or receding, and special rituals can be performed around every phase to call in those specific energies. Rituals enhance what you are manifesting in your life. I love a good ritual. Actually, how about I give you a formula for brewing up a ritual for yourself? First, you want to get clear on the purpose of your ritual. What is your intention? What do you want to draw into your life or what do you want to release out of your life? And then you want to set up an altar with all your tools you'll need. Does not have to be elaborate, can be as simple as a candle. And you know candles, they represent all five elements. The candle itself represents earth. When you light it, there's fire. And then when the smoke blows into the wind, that is air. And the melting wax, well, that's water. And spirit, well, that's your energy and the energy of the universe around you. And there you have it, the five elements. Let us not forget that ritual does not have to be complicated. There's so much power in the simple act of lighting your candle as it can fill a space with warmth, comfort, healing energies, and help set your intention. Powerful. So once your intention's set, you'll want to clear your mind and your energetic body using visualization, meditation, smudging. Um, you can call on the wind, whatever calls your soul. And then let's cast a circle. You may want to stand facing the east where the sun rises. Keep your eyes open and focus on your intent of raising the vibration. Extend your dominant arm, point to the floor around four to six feet away from your body, and slowly turn your body cell clockwise through a full circle. And then you've created your invisible, magical, protected space. And then you'll want to call on your spirit allies according to your own beliefs and traditions. And then you'll speak, sing, or write your purpose, your intention clearly. Remember, your words are your magic wand. It might be a chant like, Mother Moon, welcome, Mother Moon, come. <laughs> and then you're going to focus on your intention of your ritual. Build the energy up by drumming, singing, toning with your voice, uh, dancing, or all of above. And this is where you'll insert that ritual. So say you had a little cauldron and you're writing your intentions on a bay leaf and sending it up to the heavens. So, so you'll do your spell work there. And then you'll trust in that and you'll release your intentions into the universe, imagining them growing and developing into fully fledged manifestations. And then we always want to remember to ground our energies by literally or figuratively touching the earth and giving back to the power that the elements and the helper spirits 
Manchu. you. And then you open your circle by thanking and releasing your helpers and any participants. And then, then you want to decompress in some way, a few moments of deep breathing, journaling, taking a walk, stretching, eating. <laughs> yeah, if you're in a group, that's a time where we'd have a potluck and, and celebrate and enjoy each other's company. And that's a simple recipe for a ritual for you to create. Now let's talk about the moon phases. The moon in any phase offers potent magic to manifest your goals, release inner turmoil, and realize dreams and make magic. So it's wonderful to work and weave our recipes, our ritual recipes around the moon phases and what they offer. So whether you are a solitary witch or part of a coven, the new moon and the full moon are the phases that are most recognized. Many spells and rituals will commence on new moons, full moons, and during special lunar or solar events. However, it is important to be attuned to all the moon phases and use the energies to your advantage to create a powerful change in your life with ritual and by setting intentions. Now we're going to go through the phases and what kind of magic you will want to perform during those phases. Again, the phases can create inspiration for your rituals. Let's start with the dark moon, the crone energy. The dark moon is a waning crescent moon right before the new moon. It's barely visible and not reflecting much light at all back to the earth. The dark moon and the new moon are often considered the same phase. The dark moon represents the crone, wisdom, deep knowing, mysteries and magic, a womb of night awaiting rebirth. It's a time for pause, reflection, solitude and self-care. No magic should be done. Take time to pause. Allow for all the phases within you. It's a time many of us will be feeling a bit dark. The dark moon phase represents a time of rest, integration, and observance. You want to be the sacred observer. It's important we always take time to reflect before moving into busy energy so you know which direction to take. And then we enter the new moon phase, the crescent, the maiden. The new moon is barely visible and occurs when the earth and the moon are aligned and the sun and the earth are on opposite sides of the moon. The new moon means the moon is almost invisible. It's a blank canvas, similar to the dark moon, but starting to crescent, a sliver of light. It's a time of potential and it has maiden energy. First glimmer of waxing moon, our hearts ignite with magic. The new moon marks beginnings a new cycle. This is a time to start fresh, set intentions, create and renew. A great time to get clear on what you desire and to invite new opportunities into your life. The new moon is a time to plant those seeds. It's the start of the lunar cycle and a great starting point for intention setting. Now let's move to the waxing moon. A waxing moon occurs when the moon begins to become visible again after a new moon. As the light of the moon grows, we foster the things we hold dear. We tend the fires of our hearth. It's a time of bringing things in, growing, building energy. A time for increasing prosperity, love, protection, and good health. This is a time to take action, to do the work necessary to foster those intentions you set during the new moon. This is a time of strength and hard work and dedication and unwavering energy. It's a great time to launch those new projects, implement healthy habits, and push yourself to do challenging work that's required to actualize your dreams. 
Also, it's a great time for communication, relationships, and even your bank accounts. We want those growing. <laughs> Actually, a fun little tip to improve your finances. Turn your wallet or your purse by the light of the waxing moon three times to draw money towards yourself. Now, this leads us to the full moon phase, the mother. The full moon is visible when the moon is on the opposite side of the earth than the sun. The moon is fully illuminated. Her light shines upon us from sunset to sunrise. Now, the opposing energy of the sun and the moon can cause tension or even explosions of emotions. (laughs) And because of this tension, this is a great time to express yourself creatively and your rituals can reflect this. The full moon embodies self-expression and action. It represents completion, illumination, and celebration. This is the apex of moon phases, the mountain peak. You have traveled far, and now it's time to rest and look back on all your accomplishments or what you have left behind, as the case may be. Now, this is a time for manifestation. Our energy and power are the strongest around the full moon. This is a time to dream big. Anything is possible. A great time to connect with higher powers and spirit guides. Also a great time to connect with others in your community. Emotions are heightened during the full moon. Everything is magnified, so be gentle with yourself. The full moon is a time to create actually all magic, any magic that calls your soul. And now we are entering the waning moon phase. A waning moon comes after the full moon. And that's when the amount of the moon visible begins to decrease. And as the moon grows dark, we release and let go. Cleanse the space, the mind and body and soul. It's a time for decreasing bad habits, unhealthy relationships and negativity. The waning moon is all about releasing, letting go of what no longer serves you. Cleansing, breaking free of toxic habits and relationships. This is a time to make space for what you want to call in on the approaching new moon. It's a great time to go inward for solitude, introspection, and meditation. Also a potent time for forgiveness of self and others. So those are the phases of the moon. Use them as a recipe to build your rituals around, to enhance your intentions, so that you're calling all the blessings and goodness into your life. It's important to note, though, that magic can be done whenever your soul calls for it. You do not need to wait for a particular phase of the moon. It's essential that we always listen to what our soul needs. If you feel called to do a ritual, you do that ritual. Your soul knows the right phase for you. I'm going to leave you with this beautiful charging and blessing prayer by Renee Starr. You are woman, you are divine. Moon above me, earth below. Air for my mind, earth for my feet. Their power within me, I feel arise and flow. Moon above me, earth below. Fire for my passion, water for my soul. Their power within me, I feel arise and flow. I call upon the goddess, the essence of us all. Her power is within me, I feel arise and flow. I call upon the moon, the essence of all women. Her power is within me, I feel it rise and flow. I call upon these powers, I call for blessings true. Infuse it all within me, and with my work here too. By the power of the goddess and the blessings of the moon, with the essence of the earth, the air, the fire, and the water. 
so be it. And so it is. Our circle is open, but unbroken. May you carry the wisdom of Grandmother Moon within your hearts. Merry meet, merry part, merry meet again. Blessed be my magical friends.